<laughs> evening, uh, morning, wherever you are. Uh, yeah, we are live right now. Uh, welcome to Evening Drama. As usual, we have yes. Singip, Kristen, and me. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, I didn't hear from you all week, I think. Oh, well, working. Working? Oh, right. Mostly working and Rampera. That is most of my life right now. Yeah? Oh, so are you getting really good at Runeterra now? I'm gold three. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Yes. I'm at the point where I'm actually right now, or I'm positive for now, I'm trying to download Parallels Desktop so I can run the desktop Runeterra app so then I can install the um, Overwolf app. So uh -huh. I could do analytics. Wait, you're not <laughs> you're not even playing on your PC on your your computer? No, I'm playing on the iPad. Oh right, okay. Yeah, because they don't have a Mac version. So ah, no Mac version yet. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> um, so, but you can run it on a Mac if you download Parallels Desktop yeah, yeah. and emulate Windows. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my next step because I'm I'm how, to the how point. Is, how's Parallels by the way? I haven't used it in a long time. It was okay back in the day. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, not that like, cheap. There are like two different ways you can like uh, run Windows apps on Mac, right? This right, boot camp. Mm -hmm. Have you used either? Um, yeah, I think the downside of boot camp is you can't. You you are either in Windows or Mac, but whereas Parallels, you're running it in the window. So it's like a um, virtual machine. Exactly. Ah, right, right, okay. That yeah, is. and I, I won't, when I googled like trying to force Runeterra to run on the Mac, people recommend Parallels. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give that a shot. Yeah. But does Parallels actually run Windows, or is it like uh, like you need to buy Windows? Or that's actually not super clear to me because like right now it is trying to download the entire Windows, which is like five gigs and taking forever. So mm -hmm. I'm assuming that it comes with it because it would be such a Rip off if I have to pay eighty dollars for parallels and it doesn't come with Windows. So um but there's a fourteen day trial, so I'm gonna try it out first before I commit to anything. So it's but, like quite hard I mean if it right? if like, it comes to Windows, they're essentially reselling Windows, no? Which is wrong. I don't know what the licensing is like. <laughs> well, this is a this is a single expertise topic. <laughs> like, I don't no know. It's a <laughs> virtual machine emulator. I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Windows, yeah. Uh, huh? Windows is not included with your purchase of Parallels Desktop for Mac. Uh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. see, the funny thing is, I tell myself I'm not going to spend any money on Runeterra, but this is turning into me trying to spend money on Windows Parallels, <laughs> which is very stupid, right? Um, uh, but I don't know. Like, I was trying to search for like what other analytics app would work with the if I'm running on the iPad because I can see there's a third party like code you can put, but I can't find any other apps besides Overwolf's version. Yeah, and the cheapest uh, version for Windows. Anyway, is, like, I I don't think you would. You would get analytics Yikes. apps on the iPad, at least mm -hmm. not for now. Yeah. But uh, to run it on your desktop, I think you could just use like a Team Viewer or some remote control app, right? To yeah, I have um Air Server that yeah. I use when I'm trying to stream on Discord for selected friends. But mm -hmm. I feel like 
I'm at a point where I want to be more professional about it. <laughs> My ego dreams. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've been really inspired because I found this girl called Solar Fuse. Solar Fuse. Um, Never heard of her. Yeah, I don't think she's super famous, but she does have a YouTube recordings of her games, and you know、mm. she has very creative strategies. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I can do that. I can be the those forever beginner who does stupid stuff or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But however, I've been having surprisingly good win rate with my current deck. Um. What are you running? Because of、now? the patch. Okay. <laughs> like so. <laughs> yeah, I saw they nerfed them, buffed some cuts. Yeah, yeah. So luckily,、um, the buff is on Hecarim that I use a lot. So、uh-huh. he's five-five、uh, instead of four-five. Yeah. So mine is like a Zed Hecarim. Plus, I tweaked it to have some elusives. Okay. Um. So there's like a few different ways I can play it, and surprisingly, I've been even winning against the Yasuo decks and the the Sajuani,、uh-huh. um, Swain type decks, which normally I have a very hard time with. I still、okay. lose to Burn Agro though. Burn、yeah. aggro, people still bother me. I also almost want to surrender immediately. <laughs> I'm just like, this is not even worth my time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you can't win them all. It's yeah. A, oh, I did expedition、stone. and lost. Ah.、Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you enjoy it though? It's cool. Like, it's, I still don't really get your article because I'm like, okay, there's these packages. Yeah. But then, how do I choose the mana usage and all those things? No, well, I mean, you pick the cards. Based on the mana. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I pick it based on the cool name that they give the set of cards. <laughs> oh no, you you can like highlight indiv- individual cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't. You don't、I、do that. I feel like. I'm not sure how it is on tablet. I haven't done expedition. Yeah. Yeah, but on PC, you just highlight,、mm-hmm. and then yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll give it another try. I think I'm I'm just still trying to be good with with my one deck and knowing yeah, how yeah. to play it differently.、Mm-hmm, yeah. According to the paper, rock, scissors, the control, whatever, aggro,、yeah. mid range, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I want to be more serious. And I think the, the, speaking of serious, this is the idea of deliberate practice, right? Like, it, I can't be serious if I don't actually track my games and. Sadly, rewatch my plays so I can learn from my mistakes.、Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out like how to get the analytics so I don't have to manually record stuff、uh, and maybe、okay. start like、yeah. you know recording on the computer.、Uh-huh. But do you think like that detracts from the the fun? The fun. Like like some people play games and then they just play because it's fun. Like if、right. they lose, then they lose. If they win, they win. Like they don't like try to read too much into it, right? Yeah. So like, right, but Runeterra is super not fun, and you keep losing. <laughs> well, all games. Also, like when I was playing like... WoW, like、uh, I would、mm-hmm. do that too. Like I would yeah read analytics and then like、uh-huh. watch videos and like try to min max everything. Yeah, yeah. And then like after a while, like、uh, it feels like I'm I'm not really playing a game anymore. Like,、uh, <laughs> doing a weird work. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's like I'm going through like the you know your spell rotation and then I'm just pressing keys anymore. It stops feeling like I'm in the game. And just like、oh. pressing buttons, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's, That's eternal struggle. I mean, there is there is the satisfaction of doing well, you know, like oh yeah, yeah,、mm-hmm. this 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 build works, right? But then, yeah, I think there's a line right that you draw. Right, and I see that in the 
a res, the LOR competitive subreddit has discussions about this all the time where people are like, are we over analytical about the game? <laughs> and driving ourselves crazy. Yeah, um, yeah it's hard because it's ultimately a card game. And because everyone uses the same strategies, it, it gets really boring if you don't overanalyze it too. So unlike WoW, where there's more exploratory stuff you can do, you can like cook and fish and do other things. No, but then, like, even even then, um, there are like mm -hmm. ideal recipes that you should make to mm -hmm. make the most money or get the most stats. Yeah, you know? like yeah, you can play whatever you want, but then mm -hmm. uh, it won't be as optimal compared to you know what everyone has been researching. Yeah, and then obviously, like you don't want to go in feeling like oh, you know, I'm doing something that's not optimal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this is why games like uh, Minecraft and Terraria and all like all these free roaming like free, you get to do whatever you want kind of games uh, like mm -hmm. being very successful right now. Like, yeah. There's no pressure to be the best or what because it's all about being creative in those sorts of games. You try to make like beautiful looking base or house and just explore mm -hmm. the world and do your own thing. Yeah. But uh, I've never it... played Minecraft before. Yeah, or oh, Stardew like Valley or something. No, no, uh, no. It's, uh, it's not true for Stardew Valley. They're you like, don't think so? <laughs> the optimal crops to grow. Yeah, it's optimal, but you can't. You don't have to, right? It's not competitive. It's not like there's a leaderboard, right? Or like you don't have MMR. I mean, like the, you don't have I mean, a rank. At the, of, at the end of Stardew, like you. You get you get like a score, so uh -huh. I guess some people want to play to get the best score. Yeah. Okay, fine. Maybe Stardew is not like that. Though. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone can ruin everything by being making a weird game, competitive yeah. game out of it. So <laughs> Minecraft, there's the story mode and the uh, free mode. The story mode is uh, mm -hmm. they they just like tacked it on after the game officially released. It's a quest to just kill like some big dragon, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but most people just play the fun mode where they go around exploring and building stuff. Right. Mm. And even in yeah, the I mean, story mm -hmm. mode, you you're not forced to finish a quest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all my energy is coming from the fact that I can't get Animal Crossing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would totally be <laughs> in that world right now if I could get it. Well, and actually, have a uh, friend who just still not available. No, and I checked Lasada and. That's just not unknown, not double priced. Um, why? Why is that? But I have a friend who. That's crazy. Well, supposedly it's because all the parents out have kids stuck at home, and when you have, you know, four kids, they each need their own switch. Singing, <laughs> <So. laughs> so you should sell the switch to Kristen. Well, yeah. We talked about this before, but he's reluctant to let it go. Um, you don't yeah, even play it, man. Friend, <laughs> I know, right? But I know this thing; it doesn't let go of his possessions easily, so I wasn't counting on it. <laughs> he let go his oh, bass right. pretty like, fast. Like, <laughs> only musical instruments. It's like three, it's like 10K for the switch. I think that's a lot, right? What's the normal yeah. price? Switch. Nintendo Switch. It was is it was launched for yeah three hundred US. So, I mean, at most, like you, thousand, you bring up to thousand five. Yeah, thousand five. Yeah, so this is like uh, 400 bucks more, five, 
Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's, think of it as uh, paying now instead of waiting to when it's back in stock. Yeah. Right, but the thing is, at this rate, I might as well wait for the Switch Pro to come out. Like, uh, yeah, well. Yeah, but anyway, I get my Animal Crossing fix with my friend in Philippines who posts about it. So I'm uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, your villager is singing by himself when he thinks <laughs> no one's looking. That is so cute. Yeah, so things like that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> how, how about you, George? You seem like you've been busy with your work. Yeah, so uh, there's a Mobile Legends tournament going on this weekend, which uh, oh. I have to do coverage on for our website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it uh, started on Friday, it ends today, and yeah, just been writing about the tournament. It's cool that... I actually uh, don't know about the game. Oh, so it's a MOBA for the phone. Mm-hmm. It's really popular in Southeast Asia. Yeah, and uh, this uh, M- Mobile Legends tournament is uh, right now is the Philippines like tournament. Uh, basically, it uh, they have like regional qualifiers everywhere, and then uh, but I guess due to COVID now they they split it up to like countries. Or this mm-hmm. has been going on. I can't remember. There's a lot of tournaments like that. They used to be uh, like global, so everyone will qualify and then they'll meet in one country to play like against other countries. Mm-hmm. And uh, but now all the tournaments are online only. So the one I'm doing right now is uh, for Philippines uh, Mobile Legends teams. And oh. yeah, for those who don't know Mobile Legends, it's a it's a five v five tower pusher game but this one's on your phone and uh it's kind of fun i i play it on and off not i i used to play more often like a couple of years ago but mm. yeah it's uh not as complex as like dota or league of legends but it's uh mm. it's good enough to play on your phone yeah okay. but like most games if you don't have friends to play with you it gets kind of boring like playing alone mm-hmm which is why I don't play that much, yeah. I assume Singapore doesn't play this either. No, no one plays Mobile Legends. Well, <laughs> none of my friends do. But yeah, it's actually very mm-hmm. popular in Southeast Asia. It's like one hmm. of one of the most popular mobile games around. I like how there's a hero called Black Dragon Chong or something. <laughs> Black <laughs> Dragon Chong? What? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I see someone has a YouTube video called New Hero Black Dragon Chong. <laughs> so it's like, I caught my eye. <laughs> oh yeah, New Hero. Oh, okay. So yeah, there's a lot of, uh, they, they have like a beta like server for the game. So some people, mm-hmm. they get ad- access to these beta servers and they can play new heroes that aren't released in the game yet. Mm-hmm. Which I assume this Black Dragon Chong is. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I I never heard of it until now. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess his name is Chong. <laughs> so I, I Ch- know oh, it's Chong the Black play. Dragon. <laughs> yeah, Chong. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Black That's Dragon, so Kristen? <laughs> uh, well, no, no, no neither. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, my my animal year is tiger. Uh huh. Uh, I'm no. pretty yellow, so I'm yellow tiger. <laughs> yellow tiger, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good name. I guess we're all yellow. I'm I'm a yellow ox. So mm. single. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
How come we don't play all these games though? Like our group of friends never we never really got into like PUBG or Fortnite. I don't know, I recommend it, PUBG. I think it's quite fun. But yeah, again, boring alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean, uh, you when we go out to like Mamak's or cafes or whatever, we see a bunch of people sitting around playing games. Yeah, it's usually one of those two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, they play um, PUBG in the Mamak's PUBG Mobile. Mobile, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I feel like it's so hard to play on the mobile. <laughs> My reaction time is already slow, and the controls on the iPad are not helping. Yeah, I don't know. All these games uh, don't play so well on the phone, but mm-hmm. some people. I mean, they 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 actually like mobile games are doing really well in in this region because a lot of people don't have good computers to play mm-hmm. uh, like games with good graphics so mm-hmm. uh the next best computer they have is their smartphone and mm-hmm. yeah a lot of them just don't don't even game on pcs anymore they just game on their phones mm-hmm. yeah and all these games are also free to play so uh it, they get a good audience uh in poorer parts of the world like here yeah Free wow. to play is like future of games, I guess. At least for mobile, like mm-hmm. no game ever costs money anymore. Very well, very little games cost money. Well, I I feel like this kind of economy is supposedly it's because there's a very small percentage of people who would buy all the premium stuff, and mm-hmm. that kind of like yeah. supports the rest, yeah. the free, <laughs> the cheaper, the gas for people <laughs> to yep. play. Yeah. But those people are actually people with like usually like no offense to anyone who buys all the skins or whatever. I just mean that supposedly in general, like they are honing for people with addictive personalities. Mm-hmm. Like it's like if you're not addicted to mobile games, you're addicted to like gambling on other things. Yeah. So I feel like is this actually exploitive, you know? It, like it is. or is it just <laughs> <laughs> It is kinda of scummy and exploitative, but what mm-hmm. to do? I mean, uh so the way like most games do it well is uh stuff like stuff you buy doesn't affect the gameplay only Mm -hmm. affects cosmetics and Mm -hmm. like that's the fairest way to do it so you can't pay to be better at the game you just pay to look cool yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean like i I mean i I, I can't say i'm not tempted (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah sure no, i mean of course yeah it, i need it, better emo- emoji stickers <laughs> for also yeah runeterra do you get the like free golden rainbow poro it's kind of cute yes i already yeah. have the, the rainbow poro yeah. and, and i switched out my brahm sticker for the rainbow poro confetti uh. sticker <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean people mm-hmm. want to look cool so they pay money and yeah yeah I appreciate it when I'm, you know, matched up with someone who actually paid for the new game board. I'm like, oh, neat, something different to look at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the the then the new game board looks cool, the arcade one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so usually, if it's the pirate one, I know I'm screwed because I know that like, some sort of thief or plunder deck. <laughs> <laughs> also, want to surrender immediately. Uh, um, but yeah, okay. So what did we all learn this week? We've decided to bring this topic back, and we'll start with using it since we've been talking too much. 
can how oh, I learned how to bake a cake, I guess. Oh, what? Cake? Oh, I thought you were gonna say the the card change, the color change. <laughs> oh. oh, the cake came to Let mind. Let me get my so. water. Mhm. Mm that looked really good. It looked very, very fluffy. Um, it could be better. How so? Uh, the cheese—it was a cheesecake, so the the cream cheese I used wasn't completely. It wasn't at room temperature, even though I left it out for a while. I guess I oh, left it out yeah. longer. So mm -hmm. when I when I put it in the mixer and then I poured it into the cake tin, like there were still lots of uh, unmelted cheese at the bottom. Mm -hmm. I managed to scrape it off and like, put it into the cake, but I think like if it had been properly melted, it would have been resulted in a much smoother finish. I mean, mm -hmm. it still tastes pretty good, like it's a very standard cheesecake. You can't mm -hmm. complain, like if someone gave it to you, you wouldn't complain, right? But it's not like uh, <laughs> it's not like a cake that would be like, oh my gosh, I, I can't wait to eat this again. Well, it kind of reminds me, you know how like Milo dinosaur, there's like <laughs> like the chunks, unresolved chunks is the feature. <laughs> so I feel like maybe yours is like surprise cream cheese at the bottom. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe. So, what what is the recipe like? Is it a Japanese? Um, I'm sure you've heard of this, right? It's like the burnt cheesecake. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to recreate the the ones that I've eaten where the middles are still like um, soft. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then I think I overuse. I put too much cream, so like end up being a bit more gloopy than I wanted. So I just stuck it in the fridge, and then like the next day it was like a regular cheesecake. Already. Oh, okay. Because like the recipe called for like 270 milliliters of cream and mm -hmm. I had a bottle of 300 milliliters, right? So oh. what I'm going to do with the extra 30 ml, right? It's not like you can use it for okay. anything. So it's not like, what's <laughs> the extra 30 ml going to do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know it makes it too watery. Well, I guess that makes you off by 10% or so. <laughs> yeah, I added 10% more liquid. Oops. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. this is the thing about baking, right? It was always in the back mm -hmm. of my head because people said baking is very precise. That's why they measure everything out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess now I know why. I mean, it didn't turn out bad, but it didn't turn mm -hmm. out what I expected. So yeah. So next time, next time I know I will be a bit more precise about my measurements. Sure. Yeah, like, well, uh, I want to challenge that. Go on. Oh no! Like uh, my mom, she made kaya the other day. Mm. And uh, she, she, uh, yeah, she told me that uh, she only put one cup of sugar instead of two, because she thought like two cups would be too sweet. And yeah. then, but the end result turned out uh, to be like very kind of tasteless kaya lah. Like it wasn't sweet enough. And then mm. she was like, mm -hmm. "Oh, should have put two cups instead." <laughs> too healthy kaya <laughs> yeah i know so like i guess there's a reason why people like mention like you know like they give they give you the ingredients like they give you the instructions so you should mm -hmm. follow them but then again so, but I, then, I don't like, know now, now uh, your mom and i we both learned something right yeah like, yeah so, so the second like, batch oh, she now made, you she know put why two cups. yeah yeah it's like now you know one cup is not enough even though it sounds like a lot of sugar right like, yeah measure, i was like what is a lot but then, I like, mean, you actually get to the final product, you realize that like, oh, actually, it's not a lot. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the Tasu recipes was like uh, eight tablespoons of sugar. And I was like, okay. that's crazy, right? Yeah. I was like, there's so much. So I was like, let me put two tablespoons, and then it didn't taste as good as the next time when I did it with eight tablespoons. That's like a can of Coke. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to challenge that because I feel that baking also gives people a false sense of precision because there are certain ingredients like eggs where if you really want to be precise, you should be like mixing the egg and then measuring how many mils because each egg has a different size. And depending on the country you're from, your egg size is completely different. So, yeah. Yeah, the the whole ratio thing is important, and and the ovens are not as accurate as we would hope, anyway. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds good. Most ovens burn hotter than others. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, uh, you look at it, the the dial, and then it's actually at the same temperature. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem I have with my sous vide machine, right? Which was that, mm-hmm. you know, people always say you should sous vide chicken bread to be like super juicy and stuff. So I always do it, and then it always ends up being like super dry and uh, a bit too hot, overcooked. Yeah, I'm thinking like, no way, I'm like using the same machine, like it's reading the same temperature. So how mm-hmm. can I be getting such a different result from everyone, right? So, yeah. Because you're using tampong, tampong chicken. <laughs> no, I'm using, I'm using all that, uh, the regular chicken. No, I bought that the lazy chicken? chicken? Maybe you should use couple chicken then. Yeah, maybe you should use kampung chicken then. Um or maybe like if it's especially if it's a recipe from America or Europe, people have different standards of juicy. So I feel like what they think is juicy is not what the way you consider juicy. No, but <laughs> when, they when it comes it, to the breast. It looks juicy, like I basically some visual. They, oh, did you did you brine it? Because I feel like that's the step. Like you pre-salt it overnight. That but that no, actually we no, no, the the sous vide recipes call for brining though. Oh, maybe they're lying. Yeah, I know, right? Like is this like <laughs> some secret pre pre preparation that they right. all do and then they just don't tell you? Yeah, and sometimes American chicken is almost sort of pre-brined because they inject it with water beforehand, you know? To make it bigger? Yeah, it's a rip-off. American chicken is pre-injected with water. So I feel like Ooh, that's wow. the other element that you're not mimicking. Like, Malaysian chicken is actually better and it's more pure. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that, is that a common practice? Yeah, like the Foster's Farm, it's all injected. So when you cook it, it becomes like nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, no, that's that. why I think you might have to pre-brine it just to compensate uh, for the better chicken that you have. Okay, okay. Anyway, my suvi is busted, so uh, whenever <laughs> I get around to it in the future. Oh, okay. Uh, that sucks, though. Like, is, is it um, the Jewel or the Innova? The Nova. Oh. I feel like the yeah. prices went up, hmm. though. I remember getting it like relatively cheap last night. Mm-hmm. And then my when I went to the website, I was you know replacing it. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't think I don't remember it costing this much, right? And I'm like, oh, never mind. Really? Oh, huh. Even the the base model isn't it sixty to seventy dollars? No, I think it's like more. Yeah, whatever it costs. Mhm. Well, let us know. 
Or, or even if you try roasting pre-brine, see if it makes a difference. All right, the base model is 100 bucks. That's for the Nano, which is like the lower-powered version, but I think it's fine for home use. Mm-hmm. Then the one that I got, which was the Precision, was the two, it's 200 US. Mm. Oh, you got a fancy, fancy one. No, no, the fancy, fancy one is the Pro. That's 400 US. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, maybe, maybe it's just cheaper to buy in the US because uh, the ones I own are about $100. I should have brought my, actually I have a spare Nova that's, you know, semi-busted. It still kind of works. I should have brought it with you to trade for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, for the sake George, of from Paris, let me look at this. So I bought it in 2017. I paid mm-hmm. $139 Sing dollars. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's see. 2017, that was one ringgit. One Sing to three ringgits. So I paid 139, 520 ringgit. Mm-hmm. But now this is 200 US, right? Which is about almost 1,000 ringgit. That's crazy. So yeah. I was right. It did go up. Wow. Are there no like Alibaba's ripoff models? No, there are plenty of like all these uh, unknown brands of sous vide machines, but yeah. I don't know if I want to give it a try, then like you find that it's not so precise, then you waste money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is okay. an issue, like I mean I don't have sous vide, but I just thought like, you know, if I could replace it, then why not? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. George, what did you learn this week? Well, for me, uh, I I learned, well, I learned by listening to a podcast. Uh, I learned about placebos, and oh. like this is super interesting. Like, uh, basically, there are placebos that work, and doctors do use them. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, so the the whole idea, like, I don't know how to frame it, but like. Should placebos be allowed if they work? Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Like that whole uh... question. So, I mean, <laughs> in my mind, I, I think that uh, it's okay, like, right? If, if, if it makes the patient feel better, then mm-hmm. it should be allowed. But then I guess people don't like being lied to. But they also did tests where they told the patients that, oh, this is a placebo. And it, they, they still felt better after that. So like, mm-hmm. does that mean that their illness was fake in the first place, or is are our bodies so like powerful we can react to uh, artif- like fake cures? You know, so yeah. I I I still have a lot of research to do about it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to look into it, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a very interesting podcast. Uh, it was on mm-hmm. Hidden Brain. Mm-hmm. Basically, they uh, spend the whole episode talking about like the different kinds of uh, placebo tests that people did and like their mm-hmm. effectiveness and so on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, but which I, what, which like diseases did they test the placebo on? So there's uh stuff like uh, I think like arthritis on the knee or something like and okay. so like the the placebos they did uh were very elaborate. They'll put the patients under anesthesia and, mm-hmm. you know, but like instead of doing surgery on some of them, 
they just like wash their legs or whatever lah. They they <laughs> they <laughs> they like put them through the whole process so no like they wouldn't feel that they were being lied to. Mm-hmm. For for I mean th- this is just one of the tests lah, right? And then uh, mm-hmm. I think when when they came out like o- almost all the patients felt better after the p- procedure, regardless mm-hmm. of uh, whether they got real treatment or not. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then there was another one where uh, I I can't remember what disease it was, uh, but basically uh, this lady like she she signed up for a trial and then uh the like she knew uh, that she would uh like some it was a uh, some would be placebos and some not so she she got the placebo medication uh, uh mm-hmm. surprisingly she felt better and mm-hmm. like after she stopped taking it like it came back <laughs> so she went back to the doctor to get more placebo pills and then mm-hmm. uh, another another uh, thing they found out is uh, it had a lot to do with the patient experience. So like the doctors speaking to them nicely, uh, telling them what mm-hmm. to do, and mm-hmm. uh, like giving them instructions and whatnot. So that mm-hmm. that really affected uh, like the outcome of the placebo effect as well. So exactly. Yeah, I guess that's uh, that's probably how like all these. Uh, like not snake salesman, but like, like TCM, right? Traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, I guess, like, well, I I don't even know if they knew they were lying or they just really believed in all these weird, crazy medication. Uh, mm-hmm. It it helped people, and so like I guess that's why it's successful till now. You know, if, like people still use TCM and all these unproven like non uh lab created medication and mm-hmm. and and it works so like on one hand you know there's like no no uh proof that you're know, eating tiger penis will do wonders to your life but people taking it probably feel it does and it works for mm-hmm. them so why right. stop them right like yeah. Well, um, <laughs> if it's endangering tigers, then we should. No, 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 yeah, them. yeah, sure, sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> just, just an example or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see your exploration in this space. I, I know <laughs> like a little bit about it just from working, you know, in, in pharma. But um, mm-hmm. the other idea, the inverse idea, is the nocebo effect, where okay. you actually become worse even with no with a with a fake drug as well. Mm. So our minds can work in both ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and definitely when you look at uh, studies of even newest like pain medications and all that in the mm-hmm. control arm, which is usually the placebo, you see an effect over nothing, and yeah. it's very common and it's always accounted for mm-hmm. uh, when you when you study drugs. So yeah, yeah our minds can do wondrous things. <laughs> we just have to convince ourselves. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, whenever I go to the doctor, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm really sick. At the minute I'm in the waiting room and I know it's gonna be my turn. Then yeah. finally mm-hmm. my, my thickness stops being so bad. <laughs> <laughs> right? Then I'm like thinking like, oh shit, what if I'm getting better already? And then I go in and then I just wasted like uh, my time and my money. Yeah. Well that's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> so because it's like whenever I get sick, I, I I I mean if I can help it, I'd rather not go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like maybe I'll wait a couple of days then. When I do go, I'm like, oh, 
is it cause I waited and then now I'm getting better? It was mm-hmm. like, you know, why do you go at the tail end of your recovery? What do you go when you are actually sick, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like questioning, oh, did I go too late? You know, mm-hmm. I just gone earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't Yeah, know. especially That's nowadays. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't want to go to the doctor unless yeah. you have to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I but mean, yeah. Uh, placebos, very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and it's to- also like to me it's interesting how you are like you are of a demographic where you like to listen to podcasts to learn mm-hmm. um and i have a friend who is uh working at a major podcast com- involved company and they're trying to figure out how do you get people who don't listen to podcasts at all to start listening to them so <clears> like <throat> the thing is neither one of us fit that demographic because we listen to lots of podcasts already right mm-hmm um, and it's about how do you incorporate the idea of listening to your daily life, like doing laundry or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I tried sharing with my friends a lot of interesting episodes that I've listened to, but I don't do think any of them. Do they actually listen to them? No. Did because they sing it's it? long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I yeah, mean, I'm saying, but I tend to watch videos. We don't listen to podcasts that often, actually. <laughs> Like Joe Rogan Experience has a vi- YouTube version, you know. <laughs> well, that's gonna be gone soon. So. <laughs> oh, why? He's leaving it. Yeah, Spotify is gonna own all his content. He's selling out. Wow. Cashing uh, out. I, mean. I did not know. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's still doing quite it. Quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's still um, doing. He's still Joe gonna Rogan. do it. Yeah, yeah so he'll still be there. No, she said he's selling out. He's not going to be on well, YouTube. Well, they're giving him $100 million to be only on Spotify instead oh, of only on YouTube. Spotify. Oh, yes, exclusivity. Right, right. I thought you meant he was leaving the show. No, That's he is... crazy, man. It's not like he needs yeah. money, right? I, I, at least I don't think so. But yeah, it must have been a huge sum to give. give it was $100 million, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. by putting his stuff on Spotify, he's limiting his audience. Yeah. Well, Spotify yeah. is like uh, it's the biggest music streaming service in the world. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's losing much. No, but like on YouTube, it's all free, right? Spotify, you need mm-hmm. a, a subscription. You need to pay to listen to podcasts on Spotify. Actually, not I'm not sure. sure how the ad works. I um, think, oh, maybe the ads, I don't know. Ad rolls. There's and... a free tier. Uh, mm. with tons of annoying ads. I, I got a premium subscription for six months for free through uh, my phone service. Mm-hmm. So I haven't experienced the just free Spotify in a while. Yeah. Um, but yes, he's doing it for $100 million. However, I think his latest conversations have turned me against him a little bit more, I think. Uh, <laughs> and so I have a lot of his fans. So okay. I don't know. The timing is not so great. <laughs> he's still he's still on RSS though, so uh, yeah. Is he though? I thought he's gonna shut that down. Oh, uh, did they say when he's moving? Let me go um, I'm not sure. Joe Rogan moving to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come Spotify buy us out. Uh, I'll gladly take like uh, ten thousand dollars. Hmm. Oh, upwards of hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah. September first. Okay, so not so soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it, 
it will remain free. It will be the exact same show. It's just a licensing deal. Spotify won't mm -hmm. have any control. Mm -hmm. Damn, man. 100 million. That's crazy, though. <laughs> <laughs> one day evening drama. <laughs> yeah, one day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Apple Music, we're still available. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you pick that platform, like the one that no one actually uses. <laughs> I'm sure people use uh, Apple Music. Sing it uses yeah, Apple Yeah, I <laughs> Oh, it's second to Spotify. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, that's surprising. But, 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 uh, but not by very, very, very huge margin, though. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. How about Amazon or Google Music? Amazon is actually catching up quite fast because I think they include it uh, with their Prime membership, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So it's like a mm -hmm. freebie. Uh, and Google, Google Music Google, the worst. I don't think Google Music is the worst, but I don't think they're doing that well either. Oh. It is a terrible app. I think, <laughs> I think Google has like, some kind of identity crisis with its streaming. Like, there's mm -hmm. Google Play Music and there's YouTube Music. Yeah. There are, like mm -hmm. a couple of others, and they keep switching back and forth. And the names is like so confusing trying to keep up with what they have and like what they mm -hmm. do. And I feel like a lot of their services overlap. So it's like, uh, why would you get this instead of this, right? Yeah. Right. I just imagine all these like product teams fighting with each other internally to <laughs> be the winning app. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I think they're streamlining now because they're shutting down Google Play Music. Oh, they really? are. Oh, they're shifting wow. it to YouTube Music now. Okay. Oh, YouTube Music won. Well, which makes sense because I remember YouTube Music is a better app between the two. I never use yeah. YouTube Music, so I'm not sure. Yeah. I keep getting these like uh, ads, or not ads, like these reminders on my phone and tablet mm -hmm. whenever I watch YouTube asking me to sign up for premium. Oh, yeah. I, I use oh. a third party YouTube app now, so I don't get those. Oh, you oh. do? Yeah. Oh, tell me more about this. Oh, it's called YouTube Vans. Wait, let me bring it up. Uh, oh, okay. YouTube. We're not Vans. endorsing the use of uh, apps that break EULAs, etc. We're just. <laughs> Merely viewing the option. I don't know if it breaks you so. but but it's good. Uh, yeah. you you can't download, you can't find it on the app store though. So you have to go to Vans. Oh. App. Yeah. Uh. So basically, uh, you get ad block. On Isn't YouTube. that a security risk? Uh, well, it's trusted. A lot of people use this. Yeah. But and, you um, have to download the APK and yep. allow it. Is yeah. that how it works? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you can use it, but you don't have to sign in if you don't want to. But uh, you can sign in with your Google account, and you get, you get access to everything you normally do on YouTube, like your playlists, your favorites, and whatnot. Yeah, that's um, the whole point, right? Yeah, I mean, but I've, if people don't trust this third-party app, the main thing is uh, you get like ad-free YouTube, and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of features like. Uh, that you have to pay for on the regular YouTube app, so you can like, uh, like uh, background playing for mm -hmm. music, or you can play any any video in the background if you want, and then you get floating. Well, you can do that with every Android app now, but yeah, yeah. So, so um, is it open source? Is there any way you can look at the code? Not that I will understand it, but at least other people can. Figure out if it's for the app or not. I don't think it's open source. Let me check YouTube 
advanced open source. So, but I'm sure if it's like that popular, people will have taken apart the APK already to take a look at it. Yeah. Mm, possibly. Okay, the YouTube app is not open source, but the micro G app, the, the plugin which you use to log into your uh, Google account, that is open source. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Very fascinating. I will explore that and read yeah. more about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because the YouTube ads have been so irritating. Okay, so um, I used to pay for premium, but I stopped um, because it's quite expensive. Yeah. Um, and. You only I because I use a VPN. I only get the same few not customized ads over and over, and it's like Lit Solar, this very fake unboxing video ad for mm -hmm. this battery yeah. pack, or oh, yeah, like yeah. Epoch Times, or um, <coughs> I'm trying to think. They all have like really like the most irritating ads possible. Like mm. if it was like something like Instagram ads, where at least it's something I might be like you know a notebook or yeah. something more neutral, it'll be fine. But mm -hmm. Yeah, the the irritation factor is really high. Yeah, it's true. Like the one, that's the reason I I downloaded a third party YouTube app because mm -hmm. the ads is crazy. Like, mm -hmm. and then you have to wait like five seconds to skip, and sometimes you can't even wait. You can't skip them. You have to wait like a minute or whatever. So, like mm -hmm. fuck that. I mean, I don't mind like ads at the start that I can yeah. skip. You know? But yeah. then like the other day, I was like watching some ten minute video. And like the the guy put like five ads inside it. What the fuck? So it's like an ad every two minutes. It was like so irritating. <laughs> oh yeah, that's dumb. Like YouTube come on, man! I've seen longer videos that have no ads, and mm -hmm. now you have like a ten minute video with five ads. Yeah. Mhm. Mm what, what was I watching? It was quite yeah, <laughs> so it was being content worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the, it was a video about ads. <laughs> but yeah, so I, okay. I don't have ads anymore on YouTube. All right, that sounds mobile. nice. Yeah, I use a, some sort of YouTube um, ad block thing on my computer browser, but I've been looking for the solution, so I'm glad that there's this app to check out. Yeah. Actually, one thing I would really want um, from Premium, um, if possible, is offline viewing. <laughs> That's the one feature I usually uh, want when I pay for premium. I think wait, I think YouTube fans is offline as well. Let me check. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, there's a download option. Mm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you have offline too. Cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Did you share what you learned this week? I don't think I explicitly did. I just read. <laughs> with long rambling things about what you guys said. Yeah. Um, what did I learn this week? Oh, um, so as you guys might, might know, I have this other podcast conversation thing I haven't shared because I feel like um, they're more intense and private. Mm -hmm. and, and I've been trying to figure out like how do I share this without having to make a whole membership site. But then um, I had a recent revelation when chatting with my online friends that one tool that allows a lot of very good user like um, access control is Dropbox Paper, which okay. is kind of like GDocs, but by mm -hmm. Dropbox. Yeah. And you can essentially host it like a website, right? Like you can share online and you can point your domain to it. Mm -hmm. So I think like this might be the next wave is you can just use something like GDocs or Dropbox paper to host your website. It's easy to edit. You can control who looks at it. You yeah. can link between pages. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So then that's something I'm going to explore. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna set up like yeah. membership, well, not membership, but well, like private. It's more like list. I want the interviewee, the person I interview, to own the page, mm-hmm. so then they can revoke access anytime, and I don't feel liable. I think that's oh, what right. that's been, like you know preventing yeah. me from sharing it because I'm like that's your heart that you're sharing. I don't want mm-hmm. to be responsible for it. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's solved a technical problem. All right. Cool. All right. And then the next part is an experimental idea. So mm-hmm. I linked to this. Uh, it's a random writing prompt generator. But then I'll throw it to you guys to practice. Oh, telling that's so cool. a spontaneous story yeah. within like maybe five sentences or something. <laughs> <laughs> write What's about that? a spy. Um, write about dot page. Yeah. And it's actually a really good um, random writing prompt generator. Uh-huh. Um, so right now mine says write about an individual planning to start a war. Maybe this is not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the next one is also not. Mine's uh, right, uh, right about a spy set in the Victorian era. Okay. Mine is I mean, right cool. about your home as a castle. Oh. That's so boring. Yours has cooler topic. <laughs> oh, well, you can keep refreshing again to something that catches your eye. Uh, right yes. about what you love about Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right about something you are good at. Yeah. A lot of these are very triggering topics that I'm skipping through. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's completely random. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see it's it's a relatively small database because I'm getting the same ones as you guys. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so I'll stop at this one. So I read about a book that predicts the events for the next year. Uh. (laughs) So... This reminds me of Death Note for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Death Note could be interpreted that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll make up a story. Um, Well, maybe maybe it could be like I start and then you guys continue. Remember that whole, there was an old web page where you can write like one line of a story (laughs) so you can add to it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's see if this works. Yeah, can't give it a shot. Okay, so um, there was this guy called Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this is not the ancient one. This is not the ancient one. It's a modern guy who's named after the ancient one. Um, however, because of his name, he feels a lot of pressure until he be able to predict the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. Okay, George, you continue the story. Uh, we have to have a climax as well. He wrote all his predictions on a Google Doc on his smartphone. Oh. <laughs> and uh, he he uses it, and he shares it with his friends, you know, because he likes... Well, his friends are really nosy, and they want to know uh, the predictions that he writes down, yeah? Hmm. Uh, little did he know, his friends weren't who they seemed to be. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> and so okay, we can continue. I think we'll go two rounds. Uh, oh. We'll go each go two rounds. And then one day he opens up his Google Docs, 
and he notices that his last made edit was five years from now in the future. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <yeah. laughs> and then like when he clicks on it to see who made the edit, it was him mm -hmm. from the future. Oh. Can you continue? Because I think it's really good. I cannot think of a good can I do anything? Uh, yeah, then when he clicks, like, uh, you know, preview changes, he, mm -hmm. he discovers, like, an entire document that's been, like, redacted. Like, you know, he, he typed it out and then he deleted it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, <laughs> this is totally just, like, not a good storytelling device. So then he discovers, I mean, he knows that in G-Docs, he can view the history of a document. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he looked at the previous versions. <laughs> um, and he saw that um, there were reams and reams of writing from the previous editor that um, his future self had tried to delete. Um, and he saw that um, it was essentially like him and his uh, friends' futures, future lives, right? It's like, you know, how when they die, like, you know, what happened, you know, to, to their loved ones. And it was, it was a little intense and he could see why his future self kind of deleted it for his own sake. Um, <laughs> however, he also saw that in, within the document, it predicts that he was going to review the previous history of the document and read the whole thing. <laughs> and I'm going to throw it to George at this non-plot resolving point. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> I think it's always easy to start a story. It's so hard to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can think, like, I would have to get like specific with the predictions and that would mm -hmm. need some time to think about i think at least uh suddenly while like going through the history he sees a new edit mm -hmm. and uh he stops everything and waits for the sentence to complete Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh the 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 sentence turns out to be just one word and it's kofifi Is that the end? I think it's yeah, that's, to wrap that's it up. My, I don't know yeah. whether that's so sing it as a wrap it up. <laughs> I think that's how usually these like you know story apps things evolve. It's like someone said something like that where you're just like, okay, how do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I can end it. The yeah. author looks up into his mirror and we see his face. He's Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like with these 
uh, like stories, we have to have the ability to backtrack when it goes off the rails. Because <laughs> I feel like we have promise, and then it kind of like, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I guess we could do like, uh, all three of us do the same prompt. We'll Maybe come we up can with, use like, the inky thing. Wildly different stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> I feel like I had promise. Like it just such yeah, a yeah, good it did. <laughs> until the last word. <laughs> um, okay. So um, speaking of stories, I'm also changing some topics up because of time. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. So continuing your story for the Georgetown Lit Fest, mm-hmm. what happened? Yeah, so uh, I mean, I, I made the changes you guys recommended, and uh, mm-hmm. so I went back and I was thinking, hmm, where can I add more COVID elements into it? Then, as I mm-hmm. uh, reread the thing again, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of obvious, like, and because it's so short, there's like really not much like place to add anything without making the whole thing seem like. Oh, this is a COVID, COVID, like so forceful. So I said, I'm probably not mm-hmm. going to add anything. But yeah, I did add an extra paragraph at the end. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, it's a dream. And uh, I don't know if it fits, but you guys can have a look at it. And, yeah, tell me. <laughs> okay, you just resend me the link. Oh, yeah. I'll share the link again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no big deal. It's just a minor thing. But mm-hmm. uh, deadline is what thirty days. Yeah, so we still have time. Yeah, plenty of time. Mm-hmm. So, if have you began to write your COVID story? No. Are you going to? <laughs> I can't really think of anything that interesting to write. I don't know. It's like it's so. I feel like this the topic is like so based in real life that I, I don't know. I'm not so good at this kind of topics. I don't mind. It doesn't have to be up. based in real life. But, but it's just it's supposed to be talking about the lockdown, right? Mm. So, well, like, I don't know. Like I don't know how you can tie in like. A... Uh, yeah, I don't. You can maybe write a historical account of the Japanese occupation of Malaysia and maybe any lockdowns that happened there or something. Experiences oh. and observations of life in the time of COVID-19 and under quarantine. Oh, that is very specific. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, well. You can write about your baking. Maybe it can be I a mean, diary. Observation. You can write about the ant that's on your table. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've written about grasshopper ant? before, right? So, no. Uh, no grasshopper, no butterfly. Oh, <laughs> right. That was a while ago on your blog. Yeah. 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 Wow, good memory. I know you remember that story. <laughs> I remember because Singip hardly blogs, so when he does, oh, it's like memorable. So significant. <laughs> <laughs> It's like kind of like when Natalie Tran of the Community Channel on YouTube, she popped on for a live chat a few months ago. Everyone like freaked out. She, yeah. It was so rare to hear from her. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, all right, we'll end on sharing good apps. I noticed that you put Microsoft PowerPoint. Is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah, for Windows 10. 
Oh. So, uh, let me bring up the page. It's uh, basically an open set like toolbox, which gives mm -hmm. you pretty cool features. I'm not sure if this can show on stream. Let me see. Like, so yeah, if you see on stream, like one of the features mm -hmm. I like is called fancy zones. Uh, you mm -hmm. can basically like press shift while dragging and then like your window will snap to pre preset locations on your screen. Mm. So like, see, like I can change my layout to like, I don't know, five, five, uh, app layout, and then I can drag it here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's really useful. And like, I don't think many people know about it. I use it. I've shared this with Singit before. And uh, I, I see. it's really useful. There's other features as well. Uh, let me pull up the app. So yeah, that's Fancy Zones, uh, File Explorer Preview, Image Resizer, Keyboard Manager, Power Rename, Power Toys Run. Oh yeah, Power Toys Run. So like I can have a console on my screen and like let's say I type Discord, you know, then I can launch apps just by typing the names in. It's like a console, like if you're used to games like Quake or any uh, Dota or yeah. CSGO, yeah, you have access to. This is how it works on the Mac, you see. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fine. Uh, well, it's on Windows now, so this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is very useful. I use uh, a PC for work. So, mm -hmm. which has been a learning curve, by the way. Really? <laughs> PC I don't really so remember how to use easy. Windows anymore. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I don't know, it takes a little getting used to. Yeah, but I, I think guess. it's also because of the hardware, like the trackpad isn't very sensitive and the screen's mm. a little on the smaller side. So when you see that, when you show me the five window thing, I was like, if I do that, I will see nothing from each window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. uh, you can do custom ones like uh mm -hmm. so let's say you can have a small you can like resize to like mm -hmm. that and then maybe one more here mm. right so mm -hmm. i can fill this one and then let's say i fill uh, this app doesn't resize yeah. like that mm -hmm. and then i can have one more here like that right mm -hmm. <clears throat> so if you work with multiple windows it lets you sort stuff out really easily mm -hmm. yeah so so i mean it depends how you want to set it up mm -hmm. yeah yeah very useful but yeah check it out if you want your windows experience to be improved <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, and the other app uh, I was talking about is called Notation. Basically, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a note taking app, and like yeah, you, you can launch it just by pressing Windows plus N together, mm -hmm. and then it'll create a new note and do whatever you want, and then escape to close it. So yeah, I used to use this. Oh, okay, yeah. So I use yeah. it while making notes on my computer if i like mm -hmm. if i don't have my like google keep or google docs open already 
when I want mm -hmm. to make some quick notes. Yeah, it's really useful. But does this sync with your other devices though? I feel like that's always the tricky part. Yeah, you can sync it to a uh, simple note. It's kind of an mm -hmm. old service, but still around. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, so if you is want... Is it free? Yeah, yeah, it's free. Uh, oh, okay. Get notation. Uh, I mean, the, the syncing part, I feel like is. I feel I've gone down this path of trying to figure out simple note syncing and things like that, but yeah, is it? Yeah, syncing is so it's so useful. Yeah, yeah, syncing. Yeah. You work on multiple devices. Yeah. Maybe I'll switch back to simple note at this rate if it works. Mm. The hard part is always trying to find um, uh, an Android note taking app that syncs properly. I'm using Joplin right now. Okay. Um, yeah, which works in other platforms, but the syncing is still a little slow. Oh, uh, I use Google Keep for syncing stuff with my phone. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. I don't know, I mean, it works really well and it's free and yeah, it's mm -hmm. available on Android and Windows, well, web browser. So it's good enough. You're like, mm -hmm. the, you're like the opposite of me, right? Like you, I use Windows and I use uh, iPhone. I use Android and I use a Mac. Oh, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. use Windows uh, and I, Android. I, I think I want to switch back to an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because the whole Android experience I'm a little tired of. Even, even though it has a better camera, it, the, the headache of the UI sometimes isn't worth Oh, the UI is so good. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> like, even the fact, like, the fact that it looks this hard to look for a note-taking app is not a good sign, right? And even Simple Note is not very well maintained um, on the Android. It's no, better no, use, use Google Keep for Android. Why? But it doesn't work well with um, searching. Like, it I, I've does. used Google Keep no. before. Um, but it just doesn't feel very organized the way they do it. I don't know. Does it work for offline syncing? I think yeah, that it does. part is the... Okay. You, if you I'll use it offline, it it'll sync when you go back online. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me check it out again. But I think it's also subtly, I don't want Google to have access to all my data when it's already. <laughs> got I mean, so if you're already in like, Gmail, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm already sure. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the, the recent maddening thing is that Google Podcast, um, I've been using it on my phone to listen mm -hmm. to podcasts, but. Yeah. They, they deleted all my subscriptions and then are mandating me to sign into my Google account before I can add in any subscription. Oh. So I got really mad. Yeah. And I deleted it. Okay. Um, and I switched <laughs> to this other app called Breaker, which is kind of buggy, actually mm. super buggy. Um, but at least it's a bit more indie. Okay. I, I use AntennaPod. It's an open source podcast app. Oh, okay. AntennaPod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, well, let me check that out. That's it, good it reviews. Like wow. RSS, yeah. It's good. Oh, like, no this is great. Okay, I would totally check out Antenna Pod. There's a like, auto-delete after finish, like after listening, mm -hmm. and there's a sleep mode as well. Like if you want to, mm -hmm. you want it to turn off while you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you said... Uh, I don't know, I'm like such a, I'm such a huge proponent for official native apps where possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know why you use so many like third party when the default ones. I mean, they work just fine. 
No, these are better than the default ones. That's why we're using them. Yeah. Well, that's because you're all Mac all the time. And I feel like if you're committed to like the Mac ecosystem, yes, you can use all the native apps. But if the moment you have a mix, it doesn't work very well. <laughs> Yeah, like, like there's really nothing not to like about the default notes app on Mac and iPhone. Like it gets the job done so fine, so perfectly. Like I, I mean, unless I guess if you're a power user, you need to like need more features. I, I don't see why you would need to turn to third party. I use Markdown. I think that's or, one. Or even like uh, the the Apple Podcast app. I think that's that's quite good too. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, Android doesn't have a default note app, so it, it really the, yeah the Can note app is the one that comes with the manufacturer, so Xiaomi notes, Samsung notes, or whatever. Google Keep is not part of the Play services, is it? Uh, I I'm pretty sure it's not installed by default, lah. Or maybe yeah. it changed, oh, but add. yeah, not sure about okay. now. But for a long time, it wasn't part of the default. The default mm -hmm. stuff is only what Google Play Store, uh, YouTube, and I don't know, it's just a Gmail. Yeah, a few stuff, not not everything. What about like uh like calculator? Is that also manufacturer based? Yeah, calculator. Google doesn't have huh. a calculator. Yeah, at least not that I know of. Well, the Pixel comes with the calculator. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So maybe they yeah, have to... and it comes with a. Uh, a suite of apps, but yes, it doesn't include Google Keep of all, no, but which you would think would make sense. That once again is manufacturer based, right? Because then mm -hmm. it's Google's decision to include their company. <laughs> exactly. <so>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what they're doing with my calculator data? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Gotta write some eight zero zero eight one three five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll check out AntennaPod. That will solve my headaches. Yeah. Um, and I'll recheck out Simple Note and um, Notation as well. But you don't need to use Simple Note for, to use Notation. But I mean, you, you only uh, put in your account details if you want to sync with Simple Note. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish it had Google yeah. Play uh, Sync, but. I don't think there's any third-party apps that do that right now. Yeah, I mean Google Keep Sync. Yeah. Yeah, I know they're not gonna let anyone else <laughs> access that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even Dropbox turned off a lot of their own. Because my my ideal app is one where um, all the text files are saved as plain text in my Dropbox folder mm. and not some in some weird encrypted format, right? Yeah. In case I have a secondary backup. Yeah. But like that, almost no app allows you to do that anymore. Really? Yeah. So like um, AI editor used to let you do it. Okay, for free. So without a subscription. Okay. I think. Um, yeah. So. Is there a reason so why? I'm always switching. So what's it safest and like default? Uh, I think a lot of these apps like you, it's encrypted in some proprietary format. You can't actually access it without um using the app. Oh Apple right. Apple does that too. Like um. Like for their photos, right? By default, they use uh, the the HEIC format. Mm -hmm. So you have to convert it to JPEG if you want to view it on a another device. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah not I recently there was like some issue, right? Like uh, people were taking the advanced 
placement tests mm -hmm. in the US. So on, they take a photo of their answers and submit it. So they're using the iPhones and then they use the HEIC. Mm -hmm. And then like uh, the system didn't recognize HEIC. Uh -huh. So like uh, they failed their exam because like the time ran out and like they didn't, it, it considered that they didn't submit their answers. Oh my gosh. Okay, that really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Notation mm, stores them in XML, so yeah. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. too bad. Yeah, XML yeah. is a bit more universal, right? Mm -hmm. You can just open it on any text editor if you want mm -hmm. to exit. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, let me check that out. Alternative or like a variation of it. Uh, I remember back in the day, like HTML. I think you were supposed to replace HTML, right? And then later on, like uh, people started creating more PHP pages, right? And then XML was also one of the upcoming, uh, what do you call it, a standard? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then like, uh, see, like HTML is still very prevalent. Although design of XML focuses on documents, the language is used for data structures such as those used in web services. Uh, okay. Like RSS feeds. So maybe for more back-end stuff, less front-end. Yeah. But, but podcast feeds are XML-based, right? Yeah. XML and string. Hmm. The oh. relic of the past. Yeah. I guess. Oh, by the way, Kristen, you can download Windows 10 for free. Oh, okay, great. So but, that's $70 um, if I choose to go this route. It'll, it'll be, so apparently what I read, it'll be, if you, you can download it for free, but you have to pay to activate it, right? So okay. there's no time limit on the activation. For the first mm -hmm. 30 days, uh, all features will be available. Mm -hmm. uh, Unactivated. So, but uh, after the thirty days, then they'll limit you some features. But from what I read, it seems to be like mostly like uh, customization kind of features. But I think for the most part, it should still work as okay. intended. So I think you can still run applications. Yeah, I mean, okay. if you're I just mean, getting into play do... games, it's probably yeah, <laughs> like like Runeterra and that mobile like analytics app. That's it. Mm. I mean, either way, you paid for you paid for Parallels already, right? I haven't paid yet. No, I'm just trying using the trial, which is 14 oh. days, just to see whether I even like it, and whether it works. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I guess you can just download Windows 2 or add it. Mm-hmm. We can just boot cam I mean, on if... machine to Windows. But I would still need a Windows license, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would like to play Red Dead Redemption too. Or oh, whatever. okay. Yeah. You know, would would it work on boot camp? You think? Mm-hmm. I that one I don't know. I wouldn't that depend on the specs of your Mac as well. Like Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a very intensive game. Uh, well, I mean it, it makes a lot of fan noises sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh we have a viewer. Yeah. Hi, maybe Simon. Is that your friend, Kristen? I don't know anyone called that. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hello. Maybe Maybe Simon. <laughs> well, apparently, Red Dead Redemption Two might be coming to the Switch, so yeah, <gasps> you wait for that. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you want to get Switch anyway, right? 
You okay, well, need to play it on the TV, I think. You mean you don't want a tiny, tiny, tiny little? <laughs> you could. I don't think it would be fun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think the graphics might be better though. It's like more, more compressed. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need as many pixels. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, and there's that one article, right? Of people instead of having a Zoom meeting or Microsoft Teams, you can have a meeting in retention yeah, 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 too. Oh, yeah, get <laughs> yeah, around the, the campfire and I make coffee. Yeah, that's quite that cool. sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, kind of then. like Second Life or have a hotel. I don't know why yeah. people don't hold meetings in WoW though. Don't they? Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, if they do, no one's really talking about it, but the Red Dead Redemption 2 one gained a lot of traction. Mm. Well, I mean, people. Oh, the other day, uh, in Malaysia, someone had a wedding in GTA, and no. so it was a custom GTA server, and like oh, is yeah, it the, the Malay one? yeah, the Malay, Malay one. one, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. All the characters were like dressed in the traditional Malay clothes, and then like they they did the whole ceremony. I just watched some clips of it. Uh, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know it was a wedding. I thought it was just like uh, someone playing around with mods or something. Oh no! Yeah, he 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 oh, did a virtual cool. wedding. Yeah. Okay, that so. that's good effort. Good effort. <laughs> yeah. Someone did a wedding in Animal Crossing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like the I guess it's expected. Animal Crossing is like like a non-violent game, but in GTA, like I'm surprised nobody <laughs> trolled the place. You know, put out guns halfway <laughs> and start shooting everyone. <laughs> Or, or maybe they disable guns for that. Hopefully. So, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be very troll. But the, the, the funny part was uh, when it came to dancing, they they were using the dance emotes. And it was all like the Western kind of dances and not not, <laughs> not Malaysian dance. So, yeah, but that was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. Good episode. I think we should wrap up. The good news is I feel like we have a constant backlog of topics now. So yeah, we're already that's true. set for the next episode. <laughs> but you guys didn't share your apps. Apps. Recommended apps. Oh, oh. gosh. Yeah. Uh, iOS notes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Default. Safari. <laughs> <laughs> Safari. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it depends on what people want like want to get out of it right uh, to be honest i don't have as many apps as i used to because i often find some browser-based alternatives so mm-hmm. one thing i really yeah. like is one called photo p like uh, photo and then pea.com it's an entire browser-based clone of photoshop and you don't have to download any plugins and it just works photo p yeah is it for desktop or mobile um, uh, it's probably easier on the desktop. Uh, I've never tried it on mobile. Oh wow, looks pretty cool. Yeah, and it's made by one person. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah, so with that you don't really need Photoshop. Like at least like for me, I'm using 10% or I mean 5% of Photoshop functions. Yeah. Dude, wow, same shortcuts. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> Wait, does it take yeah. pressure sensitivity? Oh, it does. Wow. <laughs> That's really sick. Yeah. How? That's crazy. What? What is this made in? 
I don't know. Good question. Stolen code. <laughs> oh. uh, I mean, this feels like a desktop app. Like, mm -hmm. it's not laggy at all. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Yeah, and it can open PSDs. Um, so usually when I make some terrible meme, I use Photopea. <laughs> Photopea. <laughs> Just an, uh, modern uh, layers file formats. Oh, one of the things I'm hesitant to switch to Mac is like the the key the keyboard shortcuts, like like for Windows is I like just command and eh, control and alternate, right? But then with Mac, mm -hmm. it's like uh, control. There's option. There's oh, command. okay. It's done in JavaScript. Mm. Oh, so cool. Oh no, can you download Photopea? Like an um, offline version of it? I think it's only... Photo P I don't know, offline. actually. Can I use it? Wow, and actually I'm looking at the blog and now they have a Puppet Warp tool. So you can even... Um, let's just say you have a person or an object, you can stretch it in a way that is very amazing. I don't know how to describe it. You should open it up. <laughs> oh, okay, you can't use it offline. Well, I mean, you can connect mm -hmm. to it first and then disconnect. But oh, yeah. Okay. It's real cool, man. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing. Never knew this existed. Yeah, I, I saw on Reddit. They did, the person did an AMA. Okay. Real impressive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, okay. No questions from viewers i guess viewers viewer. do you have any questions viewer <laughs> if not uh yeah i guess it's a good time to wrap up thanks for mm -hmm. joining us again and uh we'll see you Thank next you. week at the same time same place yes goodbye Bye, everybody. world <laughs>